Well, our top story, it is, of course, election day today, and the party leaders are out there, and they're marking their ballots. The cameras are all along uh, in uh, Etobicoke today. Doug Ford, along with his wife, uh, went and voted, and here's what Doug Ford had to say uh, outside the polling place. Just, just voted, and I just encourage everyone in Ontario, no matter who you're voting for, please just get out and vote. And uh, we're grateful for, for everyone's support across the province. We've knocked on over 3 million doors. And I just want to thank all the volunteers uh, that have been out there just uh, door knocking just day after day. So this is a great day for democracy in Ontario. And uh, again, I'm just very grateful to be in the position I'm in right now. That's Doug Ford. Let's go to Vaughn Woodbridge, where the leader of the Ontario Liberal Party also cast his vote today. Here's Stephen Del Duca. Really happy to have had the chance to cast our ballots here today. It's so important for Ontario. I hope lots of people get out and vote today. And it's great weather. It's great weather. No excuse. No excuse. No excuse. Get out there and vote. Andrew Horvath also voting in Hamilton this morning as well. And uh, Mike Schreiner uh, voting in Guelph. So get out there and vote. And, of course, all the party leaders, because it is Election Day, are being, you know, making nice for the cameras is no more campaigning allowed but over the course of this campaign especially if you watch any sports you were just completely flooded with constant negative advertising attacks against each other the the pcs attacking the liberals and the ndp at the same time the ndp attacking doug ford so on and so forth and all of these attack ads what kind of impact has that had on the campaign and what has what kind of impact will it have on the outcome my next guest is finishing his doctoral dissertation on the effects of negative advertising at Queen's University. Tim Avery, welcome to the program. Thanks very much. Nice to be with you. Nice to be with you, too. Anything stand out for you in terms of negative advertising in this Ontario election campaign? I think what stands out is that we've a couple of things uh, to be serious about it. I think that uh, Doug Ford has taken the whole business of a content free campaign to a new extreme. So that's one, that he has managed to run a campaign without having much in the way of contact with either uh, media or with his opponents or with anybody who is interested in asking him a question and getting an answer for it. He's been mostly focused on on door knocking and doing closed party events. So that that's one thing. Uh, the other piece that really stands out in this is that there's been a, a pretty high degree of animosity between the two opposition leaders. Uh, that's not unusual in a campaign, but I would say that it is uh, probably at an all-time high. It's the only place they were getting friction during the campaign, and they seem to keep coming back for more and more. Yeah, and especially in the, in the late going when we had the situation with the one liberal candidate who was forced to withdraw after it was pointed out, hey, you didn't get the right signatories. And we had Stephen Del Duca calling Andrea Horvath all kinds of kind of unusual names. You know, these are progressive parties squabbling amongst each other. And what's that? What's that do to the electorate? What's that do to progressive voters? Well, it's confusing. And I think we've seen it all over the place. If uh, people dip into social media at all, you can see it loud and clear in just about any social media channel that people are confused about where to park their votes they're confused about what the policy discussion actually is for um for a campaign that uh is taking place at the you know after two years of pandemic it was a little bit surprising that it did not center more prominently in the campaign and i think that leaves particularly progressive voters confused uh, because it's it's not clear where people stand on those issues and i think we saw that that turning up in the communication strategies of the various parties you think this is going to have an impact on overall turnout 
I would say so. I mean, generally, that's the case. Turnout is a magical, mystical brew of a whole lot of different things. Um, but if you take the, the major indicators, um, which is a general cry for change is one of the biggest motivators that brings people out, or a really clear salient issue, something that's on everybody's minds um, that they need a decision about that there isn't clear policy direction on, that tends to get people up off the couches and out to vote as well. And I think that that's really been missing in this campaign. Um, there has not been a lot of really hardcore uh, policy conversation through this campaign. It has been very personal in a way that it isn't uh, often. There's always a personal element, but I think that it has dominated uh, this campaign in a way that uh, it has not necessarily done in the past. Yeah, I find it interesting that in this campaign, Tim, you know, we're not really talking about, let's say, Highway 413 and whether or not it's a good thing. I mean, I know that's out there, but it seems like that is far second or third to, you know, whether or not Andrea Horvath or Stephen Del Duca or Doug Ford are good leaders. Yeah, exactly. And I think that that's the concern, right, is that you can have a day where the 413 suddenly emerges as an issue. And there's no question it is an issue. This is a significant spend. It's a significant uh, government policy uh, choice. Uh, but it hasn't really got a lot of airtime. And what it tends to happen is that these things surface quickly and then the talk quickly turns to discussion of the horse race, you know, discussion of who can lead, who could win, who could win in this riding, as opposed to why do we want them to win? What do we want them to do? What do we expect them to do when they're in that seat of government? And there, there has been very little talk of that. And I think that that precedent has been set by uh, the guy in the chair at the moment, that Doug Ford is very averse to talking about policy. He tends to go straight to, to heartfelt platitudes, tends to appeal to people on a very personal level. He's got uh, a thing in the that's in the business is called the Hogue factor, the hell of a guy factor. Ooh. And he, he really plays that up hard that he's really looking to connect with people on a very backyard barbecue level and not on the level of serious uh, policy issues. And, you know, take that or leave that, it has definitely had a significant impact on the tone of the campaign. Tim, that's fascinating. I, I've, I'd never heard that before. That's an, I'm going to throw that into a conversation tonight. I'm going to steal that and put that <laughs> on the broadcast on the election coverage tonight. Tim, I appreciate your it, time. Man. It's been around a long time, anytime. <laughs> Thank you so much. Tim Abrazer, PhD candidate uh, and teaching fellow at Queens, finishing his doctoral dissertation on negative advertising.